What's going on, you guys? It's the Never Right, Never Wrong podcast, back for another week of proving why we're the most intelligent people on the planet. It's your host, Julian. And Paul. You love, you love your little, you love a little pause before your name, bro. It ain't no, no, I'm playing. But look, it's for dramatic back again. For dramatic. Hell yeah. Matter of fact, perfect. So look, so look, usually, you know, come in with a theme, have something to talk about. You know what I mean? We do have these things ready. But nah, bro. I'm not in the mood, bro. I got to talk about life with you. I got to talk about life with the people, bro. Yeah, I feel that. That's what we do best anyways. And when it really comes down, bro, bro, this week, maybe one of the stuckiest weeks I've had in a long time. And I've had some sucky weeks in the past, like, <laughs> six that. months. But this one right yeah, here, boy. Man, so look. I remember, I didn't tell you, tell you this on the podcast, but I remember I told you personally that I had this opportunity to do a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and right. Got this, got this opportunity to do this movie. I got hit up. I'm not going to say what the movie was. I'm not going to say what it was for, where I was doing it at. I'm just, just let it be known that Julian got this opportunity to be an extra in a movie. Well, I was going to have to sign mm-hmm. an NDA. It was going to be fucking lit. You know, and for the past like two years, I've been basically going out like maybe four times a week and just networking all across Milwaukee to try to meet people to get this kind of opportunity. And now, after two years, finally, I've got this opportunity where I'm going to break out and be in the background of someone else's main story. This is a big deal. <laughs> this is a big deal to me. This is a big you deal. You know, that's kind of that's funny because I can't tell you how many times someone like i saw someone's like instagram page i click on their profile and time after time it says followed by julian i'm like dude this person lives in chicago how does that happen (laughs) the fuck is it because i'm out here you think see this is the problem with alcoholics y'all don't know how to be social get some opportunities off your alcohol problem speaking of which shout out to monaco blue crush not sponsored by us obviously we got two shots of vodka, tequila, gin, and rum in one can. Delicious. That's how this week oh, is going for me. I'm filming the podcast and I'm sipping up. Ready? Delicious. <laughs> Looking ass. Sound like a motherfucking uh, Fortnite. A Fortnite slurp. Yeah, yeah chug jug. Hell yeah. Time but no. Okay. Back to it. So look, got the opportunity. Guy hits me up last week. He says, "Hey, I don't know what you're doing." But I need someone next Sunday. He hits me up a week ago. I said, I need someone next Sunday to come and be an extra. Can you do it? Without hesitation, I say, absolutely. I'm down to act. You know I'm an actor. I got personality. I was going to be the cool guy in the back. He said, bring some basketball shorts. I was about to be hooping in the movie. I was about to be <laughs> hooping in the movie. Uh, I know you acting. <laughs> that nigga cannot shoot. He had to edit that in post for show. <laughs> CGI. Nah, but- <laughs> CGI the shot going in nah bro fucking so I got the opportunity I hit up and I work at this place I'm not gonna say where I work but I work at a place that you know I've been working at for like the last year and um, I manage a restaurant basically so earlier in the week I hit up the guy that's supposed to you know who usually closes for me you know I do the opening shift he does the closing shift I text him early in the week I say hey I got this opportunity 
It's a week from now. I'm going to need you to open so I can do this opportunity. I'll close that night. He says, no problem. Said Plan's already set. I tell my other boss. I tell you know some other people, like, this is what's going to be happening. So I don't want nothing messing it up. Mm-hmm. Every single day of this week, something at this job was crushing my spirit every single day and making it harder and harder to get to that Sunday. People don't show Dang. up to work. People don't want to come in. I'm getting disrespected by people at my job every single day. But you know what? That's not enough. I come home every day after work, and I was like, you know what? doesn't matter because I worked hard enough already. I've done good work at my real job. Now I'm doing good work on my podcast. I've gotten the opportunity now to go do this movie. This is going to be great. I don't even fucking care. Right. Saturday, Saturday rolls around. And this guy who usually does the closing hits me up at like one in the afternoon when I'm supposed to be at work at three and says, hey, my bad. I took the I took the key, the manager keys with me home last night. So I have to go in to drop them off. You know, I know you come in at three. Would it make more sense just for me to open and you to close? Now, meanwhile, I'm half asleep. You know what I mean? Like, it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon, but I don't get done with work until 11. Sometimes I hit the gym up after work. Sometimes I'm, you know, working on other projects for the podcast, for my own business. We got, I got other things going on, so I'd be tired. Sleep. I woke up half, like, half-assed. I'm like, bro, I would really just want to open today. You know, I got this thing tomorrow. I just want to really open. We're going back and forth. He's making life extra difficult. I just said, fuck it, whatever. Just open. I'm half asleep. Just open. Does it make sense for both of us to be there? Just open, I'll be there at 8, I'll close, and then that'll be it. As I'm going to work Saturday, I realize I'm like, holy shit, if I close tonight, that means I'm not getting home until 4 in the morning. I have to be on set at fucking 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, so you're not getting any sleep. I'm not getting any sleep. And this whole week has been garbage. To make matters worse, I go into work Saturday to close. I'm already extremely livid, trying my best not to show it. And then I get disrespected by every single level, by almost every person at my job that day. Dang, for real. And I'm distraught. I took, you know, I ended up taking one guy home who's cool. That's fine, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's about three in the it's about three thirty in the morning. I finally get home. I'm trying to like get to get it together. I'm trying to decide, am I going to go to sleep at all? Do I not go to sleep? Because i got to be there at 8 in the morning. I'm going to miss it if I go to sleep. I'm like, well, maybe I could set my alarm for 7.30. I'll have just enough time to make it to Cardinal or get there oh, somewhere. That's I'm like, I'm, bro, I'm over here like, man, how the fuck am I going to do this? I fall asleep and I wake up and it's, what is it? It's fucking 3.30 p.m. Oh, no. Not just fall asleep, nigga. I just was emotionally drained from that week. And then on top of that, just slept all that fucking time when I finally like actually woke up. Because it probably was a time where I like woke up, it was maybe like eight thirty and was like, No, no, I still got time, like it's it's fine. And then I would doze off. And then when I finally was like awake, awake, I'm like, fuck, what time is it? Look at my thing, I'm like, Oh shit, it's three thirty. I'm looking at my messages. Mans ain't even hit me up. I hit him up like, hey, you know, I got called into work. Anything I can do to make this up? No response. He ain't even yeah, trying to hear dang. it. My boss, my man, we had a manager meeting. My other, my other boss pissed at me. He like, man, 
who the fuck were you? Da da da. You know, we needed you here. I'm like, man, I'm working hard. You know, what I mean, I'm working. I was trying to, you know, I was telling him, you know, I had this thing this morning. I ended up missing that. Some things didn't go well. You know, like I just, I'm sorry that I missed it. You know, you said it was gonna be 30 minutes. Can you just give me the cliff notes? This man telling me I'm not gonna give you two hours of material. You should have been there. No response from him after that. And I was like, extra, yeah. extra defeated. Extra Dang. defeated. Man. Literally, on, then. just in one week, I've had every single person pile on to what what I would consider just complete defeat. Like, I just, I just experienced complete defeat this week. Mm-hmm. You know? So, the reason I tell you this story, though, is because life is full of choices. Now, I could decide... You know, fuck that, fuck this, fuck everything. I'm not going to do shit. And I could just laze away and do absolutely nothing. Or I could saddle back up, get on the horse, you know? Uh, pick yourself up by the, uh, by the bootstraps. Listen, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, saddle up, see biscuit, you know? And get right back to action. I got two choices. And so I'm still trying to decide... I'm still trying to decide, you know, what the best move is, because I'm not going to lie to you. Sunday, didn't give a fuck. I was like, man, fuck this. Everyone, y'all, everyone I just pissed me off to the point where I was like, yeah, I am uh, not coming to work. Figure it out. So I didn't go to work Sunday. I got extremely fucked up Sunday. Nice. Yesterday, I'm like, it's my day off. So I went into the gym, you know, got some work done on some other projects, enjoyed my day off. Today... Today was the chooser. What am I going to do today? And today I decided, you know what? I'm going to enjoy my last day off because soon as Wednesday hits, it's about to go into overtime grind mode because now I'm going to have to work three times as hard to feel, to feel good about losing this opportunity this week. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah. Stuff like, I mean, I get it. It happens. You know, opportunities come and go. Um so. It's not really so much of the opportunity being lost too. It's like it's lost, and that was it. Was some of like every it was like almost out of my control because it really was my fault. Maybe I shouldn't have gone to sleep, or maybe I should have just sucked it up and got there at eight in the morning. Sure, yeah. It just it just is like it just felt like it was out of my control. And I think sometimes you really got to understand like what it means to like have your life in control because oftentimes what you anticipate or what you hope for it doesn't always become reality. Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't. What does it even mean to have your life in control? Like, what does it mean to control your life? I feel like that's like hard to kind of grasp or do because there's always something going wrong or against you or not. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that, but like you know, stuff happens. Life happens. And I think I think the more because again, you know, this is not my first my first rodeo with you know stumbling on the on the path to success. It's not my first time stumbling. What I've come to realize it's, is when it comes into, to taking your life into control, there's nothing that you can really control. Everything is out of your control. The only thing that you can re- control is the reaction you have to the things that happen in your life, right? Mm. So losing yeah, all these definitely. situations, you know, two years ago probably would have been devastating to me. Probably would, have, probably would have destroyed me in a way that I could not recover two years ago. Sure. But now, in this day and age, like now where I am sitting down now, I'm like, you know, this sucks. It's fucking trash, but, you know, I'm not going to get fat again, you know? <laughs> like, I'm not going to get fat again. Like, fuck that, yeah. you know? 
I might sip a little bit of that blue crush. I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get weight looking. <laughs> like I'm not gonna <laughs> start hiccuping and shit. <laughs> like Bugs Bunny. So was <laughs> talking about some. I'm like, you know, get me a little sip in, but it's not gonna ruin my whole day. But man, did it try. Life really be trying to ruin things sometimes, you know? Yeah, I get that. I guess it's it's important um to stay in the present moment and you know things happen. Um so like but like once something happens, it's already over, right? You can't go yeah, back. Right. You can't um, go back. Yo, if you yeah, had a time can't. machine, where are you going back to? <laughs> you get one mistake to correct. What mistake are you correcting? Dang, what mistake am I correcting? Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying like go back, you know, stop World War II. Yeah, you mean you it like know. my life. Yeah, yeah, in your own life. You ain't got to save that man. Oh, that's World War I. I was about to say, you, you, you ain't got to save that man from getting a sandwich. You know what I mean? That was World War I. Getting a sandwich? That's how World War One started. Yeah, he was getting a Dude, sandwich. Was, and he got... Yeah, he was trying to get a sandwich. He got pops. That was the thing. The assassins who were planning to kill Prince Prince Ferdinand in World War One. The thing that started he World War One. Can't do anything. He, 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 that was the thing. These assassins sucked. <laughs> they could they could not get this man. They were searching all up and down town. They were fucking it up. Missing 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 opportunity missing opportunities. <laughs> yeah, facts. They, they came through at the end, didn't they? It came through at the end because that man went out for lunch. She was out there getting him a little up. sandwich. Man, got his ass. World War One starts. That's what happens. You miss opportunities. <laughs> you miss opportunities, and they come back right around for you to enjoy later. You can't out do nothing. You can't go get a sandwich. You can't go to the theater. That's my boy Abe. About the Abe. <laughs> Um, well, he has he made some opportunities for people, you know. <laughs> Maybe y'all should be a little uh, bit more grateful. <laughs> you, fact, um, man. <laughs> hell yeah, my people's. I don't know who I got to thank for that. No bullshit. Oh yeah, you got a time machine. What what uh, error are you fixing? Whatever you fixing. We don't do we, listen. We don't do regret on this podcast. We don't, yeah, I don't really in our life. I think that's probably what I was gonna say at first. Like my caveat is, I'm I'm pretty good at not uh, going through life with regrets. I mean, obviously there's you're things. Fed, that you're like, also a fence sitter, so like I expect you to be a little wishy washy <laughs> on some of these answers. You know, you know. <laughs> um, if I had to go back to like a certain, I, I don't know. I would probably say like there's not like overall broad things. If I wanted to like mm-hmm. really get into it, I would probably talk about maybe like certain things in college. Um, I think there are times where, like, you know, I sleep in a little bit. My 8 a.m. class, you know. Yeah, you probably um, should get to that. Maybe you should go back for both of us, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if you just go back in time and be like, is that Julian? It was Julian. Yeah, I'll go back and then I'll just make sure I wake you up. Um, <laughs> there you go. I, um... <laughs> Probably just stuff like that. Like, um, I think uh, now that I'm older, um, I lo- like I like to learn, and I feel like sometimes I wish like I was still like in like a learning setting um, where there's like I mean, when you're in college, you have all this information at your fingertips. There's so much more I feel like I could do with that now. Now that being said, if I went back, I'd have to do it with my mind, my like my maturity now rather than then. Like I couldn't just go back to me then because i mean i don't know if i would have i feel like now i can be able to like handle that stuff better um it's kind of it's kind of crazy you have to do it at such a young age 
Yeah, I mean, when you get to college, you've got a lot of freedom. When you get into that age, when you're early 20s, you just have so much fucking freedom that, like, you have to set in habits early on to protect yourself yeah. before you hit 30. Which that's is, hard, because I didn't have yeah. a lot of freedom before that. I was, like, shoot, my mom's pretty strict, so, like, um, I was home before the lights went out, you feel me? I didn't smoke my first blunt until I was, you know, 19. I was a late Whoa. bloomer. Whoa. <laughs> so late. How young do you think you should be starting? 12? You know what I mean? <laughs> How young should you be starting? I had my first beer when I was a senior in high school. I feel like that's a little late. Mm. First beer has tough. So I was, I was Someone younger than me gave me my first beer. That's time, what, what happened to the youth, bro? What happened to the youth, bro? You know what's crazy to think about right now is that there are really like just kids out here, dude, just living adult lives. There are yeah. there are there are children right now doing doing copious amounts of cocaine right now, <laughs> like euphoria on daddy's, on daddy's dime. Isn't that crazy? What the fuck? Yeah. Like you're, you you yeah. got no struggles in high school. In high school, bro, there was no reason for any of the hardships I had in life. Like the hardships I was around for my weed. <laughs> I was picking up leftovers. Hey, you gonna finish the, the roach blunts? Oh. The ro- everyone, I collect everyone's roach blunt. Yeah, you done with that? You done with that? Put it together in my little bowl. Those are good Damn, days. Uh, nah, man. To be honest, that's the thing about this podcast, dude. We don't do regret over here. If I could go back and fix something. But be honest, there was some times when I went left, should have gone right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes I went left, I should have went right. What's a time? You want to give me an example? I will give you an example. There was a time. <laughs> all of my examples are flagrant as fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to my ex, baby. Shout out to my ex. <laughs> Shout out to my ex, baby. Shout out to my ex. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, facts, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to back to opportunities. You know, we, we see a lot of people squander opportunities. And what do you think in terms of like squandering opportunities? Do you think the majority of people lack the ability to take opportunities? Or do you think mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have the opportunity in the first place? What do you think? I think it's complicated. I think probably a combination of everything. <laughs> I know that's like that is offensive. Thank God! Uh, oh, whoa! Well, if you're listening now, guys, whoa! Thank. Let's all give a round of applause to Paul Kramer for this ingenious thought here. You know, it's complex. You know, it's complex. That's my philosophical contribution. Um, <laughs> I feel like it depends on the circumstances. Like, I think there there is a combination of all of that, right? Like, um, I do think. Um, you're there are plenty of opportunities that come and go. I mean, that's just life for every every single person. Um, and you have a certain window to jump at certain opportunities, and if you don't, sometimes doors close real fast. Um, sometimes doors do close real fast. Yeah. Does that mean I never had? Does that mean you never had the opportunity though? Because my argument is, I think if we're gonna get onto like a more general topic here about life in general and things we can't be wrong about, obviously. I think a lot of people have way more opportunities than they actually think they do, and they squander the majority of their opportunities. Yeah, sure. I think I could go get along with that. Um, especially when, it, especially, I mean, in this day and age, 
there's opportunities at um at your fingertips for anything um sure. especially with with the internet um yeah it's 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 hard right so like even i mean even the poorest of poor people nowadays have phones right like and I think with cell phones, you can do a lot. And I'm not saying that just because you have a cell phone, you're not going to be poor. Like, obviously, that's insane. Um, but, like, I, I feel like, I don't know. It, it is, it's tough. Because I feel like, on the other hand, things like education is getting more expensive. And our education system um, sucks. So, like, if, if you're in that kind of environment, it, it's, all, it's all about whether or not you become, like, a victim of your environment, essentially. That, um, I like that word, though, victim. <clears throat> that word victim is important because what makes you the victim? Is it the circumstance or the reaction to the circumstance? Because in my opinion, I think what makes you a victim is the reaction to your circumstance. And um, in, the, in, the world, in, the, in the world that we're talking about, like, obviously, if I'm outside and someone, you know, robs me at gunpoint, I'm not, it's not my fault. Well, damn, why am I outside at 12 o'clock at night? Take my ass in the house, mashallah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so would you be a victim in that circumstance? Uh, yeah, obviously I'd be the victim in that circumstance. You know what I mean? But like, there are still things mm -hmm. that I can do to mitigate the, even that risk of being a victim. But I think, I, honestly, like in the, in the realm of what we're talking about, in terms of opportunities, I think that you become a victim when you allow yourself to become a victim of your circumstance. You know, obviously sure, yeah, there are going to be opportunities that you miss. Like, I feel like again, some circumstances are like are, are inevitable or unavoidable, right? Like if you're born in a certain place at a certain time, like I don't know if um, you could classify that as being a victim, even because that's just you know the roll of the dice, right? So like, right? Um, could have been. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't fully transcribe to the pick yourselves up by your bootstraps because I'm a liberal, um, but at the same time, like I do believe that. Um, there are certain like there is, there are certain things you can't change, right? Or like, uh, sorry, there's certain no, things you bro. you couldn't change in the past due to your circumstances that you have uh -huh. you can control in the future. Yeah. Hey, listen, bro. Listen, bro. Some of y'all niggas need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps, bro. Oh wait, what if I don't even got a pair of boots to begin with? You better get to learning how to make some boots, nigga. The world is going to keep spinning, whether you like it or not, and you got to keep going. This week, I had to, I had to, the, the boots that I made, I had to throw them bitches back on. I thought I was cool. I thought I could be out here in the, in the dunks. You know what I mean? I thought shit was sweet out here. You got them uh, things took. <laughs> Look, got my shit. Someone came up to me and said, run that shit. Ah, no. Dunk's gone. What am I going to do? Better put the boots back on. Pick myself up. You know what I mean? You got to. You got to. I don't prescribe yes. to that idea that, especially in 2024, that you are a victim of circumstance at any point in life anymore. You know, there's no, there's no room for victimhood when it comes to opportunity in 2024 because it's just overflowing. And there are things that are keeping us down, obviously, things like social media, social pressures, um, you know, social conventions that might, might try to brainwash you into doing those things. But ultimately, your reaction is all a choice to that. You know what I mean? And I just can't, I can't uh, condone the idea that 
opportunity is not accessible to everybody when I know it is. Like, we all have these opportunities, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. And kind of going back to what you said earlier, like, you, it's uh, about focusing on the things you can control. Because, obviously, you can't control everything. And you'll go insane trying to do that. Um, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why um, I became less left um, is because I feel like you focused, uh, like, like leftists sometimes focus too much on um, outside forces controlling, like outside controlling forces too much than what they can do inwards. Um, mm-hmm. And I think you have to start inwards in order to be able to. Um, I mean, like, what isn't isn't that one of Jordan Peterson's twelve rules? Is that Fuck you, you can't you can't go Fuck. out. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Let me give you guys some context to this conversation real quick. Two years at the beginning of the inception of the Never Right, Never Wrong podcast when we was called something very different, me and Paul were having arguments about something similar topics like this on a regular basis. And I brought up a good point about Jordan Peterson, if you don't know, as a clinical psychologist, a fantastic man when it comes to self-development and self-improvement. A little unhinged on other things, though. This man, this man, Paul, for weeks is telling me I'm a nutcase. I'm crazy. This man, Jordan Pearson, don't know what he's talking about. And two years later, I'm about to get a quote straight from straight from the book, straight from <laughs> "Clean Up Your Room" is what I'm about to get a quote from. In fucking, that literally is literally the quote. Yeah, it's uh, it's you can't you can't you can't control, or you have to make sure that your room is order in order to go out into the world um to make a difference, right? Um, right. And of course, it's like. Both metaphorically and physically, like I mean, I clean my, I physically clean my room every weekend. Um, I mean, so to the point where it doesn't, it, it, it's, it's just it only takes me like thirty minutes to put my clothes away or something. Because if you do it all the time, consistently, and build that routine and that habit, it won't get so dirty as to the point where it's where you I mean, like when you leave it unchecked. Um, and I think that that in itself, building like good routines like that, um, you know building good habits, like going to the gym, um, those kind of carry into other aspects of your life. And if your room is clean, right, you can do go past whatever. Yeah, so that gets into the that gets into the overall topic that it's just like these opportunities are out there. Any person out here right now can really make a difference given that they are actually making choices towards that goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, so definitely. Like, and I, it's not going to be easy. I don't think either no. of us are saying it's easy at all. Like, life is hard. Life sucks. Yeah. Um, but, like, controlling what you can. Controlling what you can. You know, you have to control what you can. I think a lot of people don't even know they have control. I don't know if you go on X or Twitter a lot. None of you have control on your li- of your life. If I, dude, the amount of degeneracy... I tried to make that funnier. This this blue crush is strong as a bitch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, speaking of degeneracy. <laughs> speaking of degeneracy. <laughs> Dude, we got to work on sponsors soon. We gotta, we yeah, gotta for start sure. That. I'm going to start looking towards more planning. You guys can listen how our thought process goes for planning the podcast. I am going to start hitting up people to see if we can't, you know, join them on their podcast. That would be That would be dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think once we start building more of a presence and a more of a name, um, things like that all will definitely go smoothly. I just think once we would we get... steamroll any person we speak to. <laughs> I don't Probably. think there's an actual... I can't think of 
I can't think of a single topic we we wouldn't be able to like absolutely destroy somebody in. Like honestly, what do you think uh, your strongest topic is? Like, if someone was like, "Here, debate me right now." <laughs> my strongest topic. My strongest topic would probably be, uh, the way to live the best life. How do you live the best life possible? Mm. I think there's not a single person that would be able to to be able to like argue with me against the idea that it's a self-imposed um, decision-making decision decision-based system. I don't think there's anyone who can argue against me on that. How to be the most correct human? There's no person in the world who can who can argue with me against that. <laughs> okay. What, saying, sure. what about you? What's the best topic you gonna make? Probably some politics. I think the later. capitalism is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I ran into another no. communist yesterday, like this week. I don't More say another my I'm not a communist. No, 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 not you. I'm not saying you're a communist, but like, uh, okay. <laughs> I, li- I give Paul, I give Paul like a, a list of people who like are just self. Like every time I run into somebody, I'm like, dude, I met another one. Yeah, they're just out here, bro. These communists, bro. You know, I feel the I feel the opposite. Not about communists. I mean, there's plenty of communists out there. It's crazy, but I feel like, man, I'd be running into people, and I'm like, dang, I can't believe there's people out here that actually think like this. You know what's really crazy? This is the first time I'm ever going to say this on this podcast. When you drive out and you're driving through the city and like you're just doing, going about your, your storyline, you know, you're the main character of your own story. When you look out the window and you see somebody walking down the street, it's crazy to think that they have their own life they're about to get into. You know what I mean? <laughs> that they're not just yeah. some type of part of the simulation that just disappears after you drive by another mile. You know what I mean? And they're out of sight. No longer in that rear view. There are people that you've met in your life that are still living their life right now. Yeah, most people probably. I hope. What is it? I was, what is it? So I was getting drunk on Sunday, right? And so something that I do with my roommate, we play Yu-Gi-Oh! Religiously. Hardcore. <laughs> we, brought out, we brought out our decks and we're playing hardcore. And then I got a That's message. Crazy. I appreciate that you have physical decks and you don't just play Duel Masters. Dude, dude, well, we do that too. I, it really depends if I want to win or if he wants to win. Like if I want to win... <laughs> If I want to increase my chances of winning, I gotta play. I gotta play my rod deck on Duel Masters because I'm not gonna hold you. I'm unstoppable on Duel Masters. But fucking, if we're playing physical, we're playing physical. We're having a good time. And then this random person hits me up on Snapchat after I posted it on my on my public profile. Follow me on Snapchat, losers. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, I'm, and I'm playing, and this person like hits me up and it's like, oh yeah, me and my husband, we play. We had to stop playing Yu Gi Oh because I would get so mad when I lost. And I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. Uh, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Wait, what? I had no idea who this person was. I looked down. It said we had been friends since 2017. I was like, friends since 20. 20- who the fuck is this person talking to me? You I had no dating? idea. No, well, yeah, I would have been not. dating. No, 2017, I would have been dating. Unless you were like, unless you got it over the summer or something. Maybe. No, I, I have to look at the actual. Let me make sure. Matter of fact, my phone's right here. Let me see. Shout out to KD. I won't use their full name or her full name, but shout out to KD. <laughs> I want to, you know, I don't want to dox anybody. September tenth, twenty seventeen. So yeah, I was in Dayton. So whoever, whoever person, whatever, whoever this is, this KD, they're married with kids, or married, or at least married, and they're playing Yu Gi Oh with their husband. Shout out to Mans W husband. That's cute. That's cute. You know. That's crazy. Like people are out here just with real lives and things that they're doing on a regular basis. Insane. Life is full of opportunities, man. It is. I don't. That's crazy. I I 
don't think I can imagine myself being married right now at this big age of 26. I'm not gonna hold you. I got I got three more years. If I can't get it by if I can't get it by 28, bro, I'm not gonna hold you. It might be by the time I'm 35. I might, I might give up until I'm 35. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Wait, that's a huge jump. 28 to you 35. Know? Yeah, but if I can't make it by 28, I guess we're, I'm giving up until 30, 35. Is that crazy? How does that work? Wait, well, like, what, what's going to happen at 29? <laughs> if I ain't got no contenders and I ain't got nothing going on, shit, that's my dog. That's my dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm about to be out here wilding. It's about to be error. It's going to be the second coming of Julian. Second coming. The first coming was great. You know, no, pause. <laughs> first coming was great. The second coming, round two. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to be devious again. Because I used to be devious, bro. I got in shape. Nigga's shoulders was rounding out a little bit. I had me some trapezoids on my neck, my neck muscles. You feel me? <laughs> we should have I was, a gym I was, talk one day. We should have a gym talk one day. But yeah, no, dude, if I can't make it by 28, if I don't have that first little nigglet running around by 28, giving up to 35, bro. Then you're going you gonna to be married by then? Uh, that would be the hope, wouldn't it? That would be the yeah, hope. Yeah, true. I don't believe in divorce, so, like, I have to get married. I have a kid. Dude, oof. I don't know. Of- I, I just don't want to be an old dad. Like, I, know. I also don't want to have a kid right now. So, like... It's the, the dilemma for sure. A rock in a hard place, literally. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> no, I just, I just feel like so. Like my, like I don't, I don't know. What, I guess it doesn't matter. Um, like my mom's thirty-two, right? So, but like that means now when I'm twenty-six, she's like fifty-eight. So that means like when my kid's twenty-six, I'll be fifty-eight if I have a kid at thirty-two. Um, I just feel like that's kind of like an old grandpa. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be 70 when my kid is like, or my kid, my grandkid is like two. I mean, I feel that. I believe like young mom is better though. Like if you 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 can get your kids a younger mom, you can kind of like settle that out. You know what I mean? It's like you're 32, you get it. You get with a girl who's like 25, you're good. You know what I mean? That's a young, that's Uh a young couple. You know what I mean? uh, What's the biggest age gap? Uh, you'd uh, you'd go. <laughs> how old am I? What's my? How old am I? Thirty two. Let's say yeah. Let's say you hit twenty eight, but then you gave it up, and you're like, shoot, now I'm thirty five. What, what's how? What's the youngest you going at thirty five? The youngest for for marriage. Yeah. Twenty, bro. <laughs> That's the youngest I'm going, bro. You know, Can't even drink. Why do I want the mother of my kids to be an alcoholic? <laughs> Fair. I've already got enough of that gene in my, in my own body. I don't need that gene coming from both parents. <laughs> you know, I love that argument too. I love this. Okay, so listen to more context. We've also had this conversation before with some other friends. I think there's nothing wrong with dating a girl who isn't who isn't 21. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with dating a girl who's not 21. Like, if you can figure out how to have fun, have conversation, all that stuff like that. Who cares if she's not twenty one? You know what I mean. Do you think the majority of twenty year olds could hold you hold a conversation with you if when you're like thirty? I mean, do I care? <laughs> like, do I care? <laughs> if you can't, if you can't hold a conversation with me, 
that just means you don't have a lot of experience in life, which is okay, because if you're in serious conversation with me, to the point where I'm trying to have a serious conversation with you, that just means that I can, you know, I can show you how you ought to live so this relationship oh, works. No, bro. I just feel like my 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 future wife, she just got to be able to argue with me. Like, I need her to put me in my place or something. Oh, hell no. <laughs> argue in my place? My place... <laughs> Shout out to Monaco. <laughs> My place is firmly at the lead of this relationship. Firmly at the lead. So don't worry, you babe. You can you can take your thinking cap off, babe. Don't worry, I got it for both of us. You don't even gotta think no more. And that's like really the the best part about being a woman. It's like you can really just really find a guy that you really like and say, you know what? I just don't want to think ever again. Good luck. You know what I mean? Do you think most guys nowadays are able to think for two people? No, <laughs> no, I don't. Which is why you got to be careful with who you, with who you, you know, giving up the cookie to. You know, you can't be giving cookie for free. You know, you can't be giving cookie to everybody. Some of these niggas is mo- is monsters out here. Can't be giving the cookie to every monster. You know what I mean? And now I'm hungry. <laughs> Nah, dude. I, feel like, I think that, I feel like that's I think, why I I, uh, I feel like that's why I said that I, I don't want any kids or anything right now because I felt like I can barely think for myself, let alone two other people. One of them being yeah. a small version of me. But you're competent, and competency always leads to—I won't say correct decision making, but it, it leads to productive decision making. Like, sure, you might make mistakes, but you're competent, so you really don't have to worry too much about that in aspect because everything will fall into place because you're competent now if you were you know maybe some of our other, the, uh... other some, of, some of our other friends you know i'd be a little bit more worried you know <laughs> you know you know it's her body her choice <laughs> you know like speaking you know, of so this, well please let's get into it let's get off that topic real quick let's get into something else <laughs> speaking of her body her choice i mm-hmm. um i was i was arguing with someone on uh the internet the other day about abortion on the oh. internet? Was Twitter yes. fingers? Good old Reddit. Shout out to Reddit. Oh, shout out to Reddit. Um, <laughs> Quick time out. Getting into, it, get, getting into it with someone on Reddit is like a full-time job. <laughs> it's like a oh, full-time sure. job. I was at the gym. Heated. I'm in between sets. I'm, I'm pumping out, you know, extra plates on my bench and everything like that. <laughs> getting pissed off. Hell yeah. Good workout fuel. Um, right. no, no. You were saying, yeah, you were saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into, like, a full-on abortion talk, but, yeah, essentially I was just debating with someone on uh, the internet about abortion. We're on the same side, like, I'm pro-choice, and mm-hmm. person was pro-choice. Um, it's just that I think his argument is crap, and he thinks my argument is crap, so it's kind of funny. What was his argument? What was his argument? Oh, yeah, so the whole her body, her choice thing. His argument is about bodily autonomy, and I think that's just, like, a terrible argument. That I don't know if that's something I can't be wrong about. So I think bodily autonomy is a bad argument for abortion, being pro-choice. I don't think saying, like, my body, my choice is a good argument because especially when you argue against someone who's pro-life, the, your body is not the only body in play, Um there's a whole nother body. So, like, you're not... My, my argument's like, you're not going to just shoot someone and then be like, yeah, my body, my choice. Because pro-lifers <laughs> believe that you're, like, ending a life. 
So right. it doesn't matter if that it's your body, your choice. So that's why I generally go with more of like a the route I usually go is like my the consciousness route, which might also be hard to convince a pro lifer too, but um mm-hmm. the consciousness route, right, of course we're babies don't develop consciousness until um they're twenty twenty week twenty to twenty four weeks. Um so generally I think abortion personally is okay up to at least twenty weeks. Um, before the baby develops consciousness, and then after that, I mean, if you want to do it, you can. You just got, you just got to know what you're getting yourself into. You feel me? That's on you. Know you. What I mean, that's on you. you. Ain't got nothing to do with me. No, I mean, that argument is weak in my opinion. Like, I'll, my thing is, is for I'm extremely like, uh, when it comes to like healthcare, I'm I'm a real big believer in the autonomy of a person. Like, to be honest. If I'm if I'm able to get something done, I should be able to do it. You know what I mean? If it's an option, if it's an option anywhere, it should be an option here. Like for instance, sure. there's places in Sweden that allow you to commit um, assisted self deletion. Uh, and that's an option. Now, of course, there's a lot of rigorous things that you have to go through to get to that point, but it's still an option that you can do out there. I believe that if a person wants to do anything healthcare wise with their body and they're able to do it somewhere, they should be able to do it. They shouldn't be able to stop them. We all have a life to live. And if that's how you're choosing to go about your life, fine, go and do it. You know what I mean? Sure, I get that. And I guess my argument against that would be that it's not just your body that's that that's the that medical procedure is affecting at that point, right? So like my point was so, hold on, hold on, before before you go too further, sure, but I also live in a house with somebody else, but I could still decide to burn this bitch up. And there's really no one that could stop me. You know what I mean? I could burn this whole house down, and there's no one that could stop me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you want to compare uh, getting an abortion to, you know, blowing your house up, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to start a gas leak in your house, Julian, by all means, let us know what day not to visit. (laughs) Okay, fair. That was a terrible. That was a terrible. Miguel about to listen to this episode like uh, I'm moving <laughs> like, I don't know you let's talk about it bro you're not allowed to use the stove anymore Jim. am I allowed to say his name I'll just say, I'll just say so he'll probably be on one of these days shout out to my boy Miguel she'll say his last name <laughs> never never once never not one time <laughs> no listen that was a good conversation let's get one topic on things we cannot be wrong about this week though Get a little sure. pop culture going. There's something that I've been seeing. I don't know if you've seen anything about it. Arby nominations for the Oscar. Someone's getting snubbed. Margot <laughs> Robbio. Margot Robbie. Robbio. Rog- Margot Robbie and some bitch named Greta not getting no Oscar nominations for Barbie. You know who is getting an Oscar nomination though? <laughs> Ryan Gosling. I'll be you, bro. The GOAT, bro. You know how good of an actor you have to be to get an Oscar nomination in a, in a, as a man in a movie completely dedicated to the superiority of women? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be you fucking Ryan Gosling. Every day, more and more is shown why it's just way, uh, way easy, not easy, way better to be a man. He low-key. Slip there. You, you, we, we got that slip. <laughs> I did catch that. You know what this is? This man, Ryan Gosling, is breaking down barriers for men in the film industry. Period. Period. <laughs> and 
And let's be honest, I didn't see Barbie. You know, me neither. I, I, I did hear it was good though. Number. I all heard it was good. Let's be serious here for a second. I did hear it was good. I hear there was some little mistakes. They made some mistakes that they could have avoided, but it was a really good overall movie. You know, it's just hilarious to me that like we're just gonna keep complaining nonstop. You know, about like women in film. Like, at what point do you just be like, it's not that big a deal? It was still a great movie, and we made lots of money off of it. You know what I mean? Like, at what point are we going to get there? Because, like, it's not that... Margot Robbie, I'm sure, is not fuming at the idea that she did not get an Oscar nomination for this movie. Or maybe she is. Don't they... Don't even... Don't even... Celebrities... I feel like all that's performative. Don't celebrities not even like the Oscars or something? I thought they were boycotting it or whatever. They Am go I back wrong? and forth. I, I, anything that the, anything that a celebrity does, I honestly don't take seriously because it's like, who the fuck cares? But like, yeah, like it's like it's like, what do you care about? Do you care about these Oscars? Do you not care about the Oscars? Do you want the accolades? Do you not want the accolades? Or did you really want the accolades for this movie because it meant something? Because you thought you were doing something that was really going to be impactful, and then what happens? The most impactful person in the movie gets nominated. What are you upset about? This is still a W for Barbie. This is W. W. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. W. Blade Runner. <laughs> He's been in a lot of good movies. He doesn't really miss. He doesn't really miss. Have you ever seen I've, I've never seen Driver. I've never seen that movie. You know what's crazy though? Like in terms of like movies he's been in that I've seen, it I don't know what his character is. Is he acting or is he just being Ryan Gosling? I don't know. <laughs> That's why it's so good. The notebook? Yeah, that movie is a banger. I appreciate you knowing that. <laughs> Hell yeah, I've seen the notebook, bro. I'm a bit of a romantic, bro. I might, you know, I might talk to Shotty and be like, hey, babe, want to watch the notebook? Hell you yeah, know? La La Land, the notebook. He and uh, Crazy Stupid Love, he and all, uh, he and all of those good little rom, rom-com type movies. Like Listen, Ryan Gosling, number one heartthrob in America. Could be. After. Yeah, probably. Dude, Petra Pascal, get it together, bro. You've been leading America's hearts forever. Not forever. For the last year and a half. But we need you to, you know, get back in the mix, bro. Out to Pedro Pascal. Yeah, shout out to Pedro. Really, the reason I bring up that topic, though, in particular, is because we were talking the other day about the idea that... Oh, I brought up the the point that I basically said celebrities are the new gods. Basically, that's the title of what I'm naming this theory. Uh, celebrities are the new gods, and I don't know when the switch happened because I think celebrities have always been pretty influential in terms of like the masses. Like people have always looked up to celebrities. Sure. I, I think something happened within the last sixty, seventy years. It yeah, really yeah. just—I mean, the internet, yeah, for one. I mean, and probably TV and stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Like- but something, but something happened. Like before. There used to be an abundance of role models that a person could look up to before a celebrity. Like, yeah, you really liked the Beatles, but you weren't thinking the Beatles were gods. You know what I mean? You might go to a Beatles concert and be like, this is the greatest moment of my life. But you didn't think, was it John Lennon? You didn't think John Lennon was a god. You know what I mean? Maybe you did. I, I think know. you'd be surprised. I think, wasn't that John? Maybe. Wasn't that man John Lennon out there? He portrays himself as the wholesome man, but I'm pretty sure he was out there. I've heard stories. You're a rock star. You gotta be out there. I'm not even famous, and I live that lifetime. Sometimes, you know, if it's a good Saturday, you know. But leave that out or no? No, nah, you leave that one in. 
<laughs> That's what I told her <laughs> later that <laughs> No, but it's like um it's it's funny because not funny, but it's like it's interesting to see that the amount of role models that you were able to get in the past has completely just become all we care about is what celebrities are doing. They've become our new gods. They become what we focus on the most. And is that a bad thing? I think absolutely. Mm. But I really shouldn't be basing my life on the idea that Barbie actresses got snubbed in Oscars nominations and now I have to take up the arms against the patriarchy because of that. You know what I mean? That just doesn't mm-hmm. seem like there are probably some other reasons to take up arms against the patriarchy. Not really. There's really you should be very thankful for the patriarchy. But uh, there would there, there could certainly be other arguments made other than wow, my my the megastar multimillionaire actress in this one movie didn't get an Oscar nomination, and now I know that women are inferior to men. You know what I mean? That shouldn't be your line of thinking in terms of how you've come to that conclusion. You should just think that naturally. Look at <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, um, no, I agree with you though to uh, to a certain, you agree? To a certain extent. I knew we were the same. I knew no, we were no, the same. No, not about that part. <laughs> about the uh, celebrity part, because I I feel like well, there's there's a certain there's there's a lot of layers to it. Um, I'm going to take one of your talking points, um, and I think. Part of that is the breakdown of the family. Um, you don't when you don't have role models in your real actual life. You look for role models outside of your real actual life, mm-hmm. um, and that leads you to worshiping people on the internet. Not even just and the the worst part is well I don't know it's the worst part but. A bad part is that celebrities aren't just like movie stars anymore, right? Celebrities mm-hmm. are like the influencers you see on Instagram. They're like, you know, all the musical artists, all, um, Dreamers. you know, people you see on TikTok. Like, people just make TikTok videos the, and then uh, they turn No, no, no. And that's the craziest thing to me. If the idea that TikTok creators are being worshipped like actual celebrities is and i don't and it's crazy because i'm not really in that algorithm like i'm not gonna see a uh this is gonna sound super super sus i don't see a bryce hall in my timeline you know ever but i know that guy's name and i know his name because there are millions upon millions of people who are following his life his life on a daily basis and that's insane to me there's a guy named bryce hall he's a tiktok oh bryce hall yeah yeah or like charlie d'amelio who the fuck are these people? Why are you getting a reality show? Not, nobody should care this much about your life. But the, the the idea that because, how you said, the family unit or the social degradation of maybe a moral compass in the majority of people's lives is so far skewed that the only place they can find actual like role models is through less people who can barely memorize a line or sing a song without audio tune is insane to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree. And I feel like this is definitely a deeper issue and it goes both ways. Um like not even on like a celebrity thing, but like mm-hmm. just even like in like um being in like the workforce. Um and I could be wrong and this is just my own experience. I feel like there's not a lot of mentors 
out there, um, like from the older generation, and a lot of people from younger generations like ours don't want to be mentee. So I feel like it, it, those things combined together, it's a lot of ego. Like older generations, they like in in the corporate world or in the job world, a lot of them don't want to teach younger generations for a lot of reasons. One, time and effort. Um, and on the other hand, people in our generation, they want to do things independently, like on their own. Mm-hmm. And it's all, you know, yeah, it's, they don't, there's, there's no, there's no, um, collaboration, especially between generations. Um, and I feel like that's one thing that probably was essential for life, like about a hundred years ago and beyond, like, Younger, I mean, I could be wrong on that, and maybe older generations always feel this way about younger generations and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like there was always like a like a mentorship aspect from older generations to younger ones, and I feel like we kind of don't have that. So we we, we search for things it. like that in other ways. Yeah, maybe the younger maybe the younger we go in generations, the more we're like we don't we don't need we don't fucking need you. Look at all the options, the opportunities that I have. Why do I even fucking need you? Ready? Rolling it. Then see, this is why we have a good conversation. Roll it back to the first point. We've got so many opportunities now that why should I even care about what the older generation has to say or what they think or why do I need to mentor when I've got all these opportunities laying at my feet that I could go and collect any time? I'm not going to go and actually collect them, but look at all these opportunities that I have. Yeah. Right? Right. That's fair, yeah. Man, it is, it's interesting. It's interesting. I'm becoming more and more, uh, I hate to use the term nihilistic because whenever you say nihilism or you talk about nihilism, it, it's, it's got this, um, how you describe it? It's got this, like, taste on it. Yeah, like, yeah, like it's got this taste. It's, like, it's, been, it's been taken by pop, pop culture to be something, like, angsty or something that's, um, that's, that's like edgy. That's how I feel about um, stoicism too. I feel like uh, stoicism has kind of been taken and reinterpreted to like mean just like a brick wall robot. I don't really get that from stoicism yet. I get I get what you're saying about stoicism, but I also just think like men men just need stoicism and like it just needs to it just needs to get hard pressed into people. So I'm a little different about that nihilism though. I'm just beginning. I'm becoming more maybe a better way to be. I'm becoming more pessimistic as I get older. I just don't I just don't see things getting better and as much as I would love to be the change that I want to see in the world it's just like it's not it's not going to be up to me you know what I mean I'm just going to live my life the best way that I can because it ain't getting better so I'm just going to adjust and adapt because it ain't going to get no better mm. you know what I mean Yeah I don't know if I fully agree with that but I get what, what you're you coming disagree? from What do you disagree I feel um, I feel like with great power comes great responsibility, and I feel like we were given a great power. You feel me? I'm blessed to live the life I have now. Um, and with all this opportunity, I feel like you know there's a responsibility to do what you can in certain situations. Of course, you can't save everybody. That's a hard lesson you got to learn, um, especially when yeah, you can't save everybody. But um, at the same time, you know, you do what you can control, and sometimes you can control a lot more than you think. I don't know. I'm getting, I'm getting old. I'm 25 now. Someone called me old the other day. They were like, "How old are you, Julian?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm 20, I'm 25." And they're like, "Dude, you're old." And I, and 
that never I, I would always laugh at people when I would do it to them and now that it got done to me I was like shut your ass up dude like shut up I'm fucking old yeah, well, I'm I, young I'd be feeling old sometimes when I take I'm a little old, sip of the drink I'd be like damn I'm getting old I can't do this like I used to let's do a little test real quick I was, I was talking to that man B and he was telling me uh, he, he taking sips of uh, liquor now he just don't even be mixing it with nothing else now. He just do it straight, old fashions, or he just be sipping. Old fashions just, are just good. Sippish. He just be drinking straight liquor now. Like, he's like, fuck that, like sweet shit. I'm getting old. Like I just need some, you know, start the engine up. You know, get a little oil in my system. I was like, damn, bro, you're getting kind of old. And I had one of those moments with him. <laughs> 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 That's a little test. Let's see if he's actually still listening or not. <laughs> Yeah, facts. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna text message this week talk about some. Y'all just can't help but talk about me, huh? <laughs> I okay. I, I do like a good old fashioned, like with a little little ice cube, and I feel like they taste better every year you get older. But really, at the same time, I'm the opposite when it comes to other drinks. Like, I I don't think I could just like take shots or sip on like vodka or like hennessy or any of that nasty stuff like i feel like there's only select liquors that i could it, it has to be like good stuff you know what i mean like a little 25 dollar glass or something because i feel like other than that i gotta i gotta mixy and i don't i don't because i also agree that like man yeah even like sugary drinks i just be feeling like out the next day nowadays I, i'm yeah, getting old dude. Let me give you. Let me give everybody a tip, real quick. The Julian method to living a very successful alcoholic life. The best way to do it is tequila water, rail tequila water, two limes. Squeeze them into the drink. There you go. That's the best drink that's ever been created. It's the only way to have a healthy life and drink socially. That's what the hot girls the do. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> Okay. They, uh... <laughs> this Monaco got me twisted right now, bro. It got you feeling sexy. Yeah, hell yeah. Isn't that it? Oh. Look at that. <laughs> Did you see that video? I know we're talking yeah, a lot today. Kids. Oh my god, bro. Oh yeah, that was a little god. weird. If anyone doesn't know the context, there was a video that went viral where a bunch of quite literal maybe three or four-year-olds, like, they just learned how to walk for, like, karaoke partying to um, Rich Baby Daddy. And, for Sexy um, Red. Yeah. And we're, it went we're, a little because, you know, the, the lyrics are a little, uh, a little vulgar for that age. Vulgar is an understatement. I listen to that song, and I have to sometimes skip through. I have to skip that song because sometimes I'm not mentally prepared to be listening, listening to Sexy Red Tell me to bust it open and let that coochie, coochie breathe. breathe. I don't. I don't. Me personally, it makes me uncomfortable, and I'm a grown ass twenty five year old. You know what I mean? I just feel so like when like, you say let it breathe, it's like implying that it, it's, it's, just, it's, too, it's too much implications with that. And then the idea that there are parents out here who are like, instead of stopping the song, are like, "This is adorable. Let's record record it for Facebook." <laughs> no, you idiots! <laughs> Go turn fact, that shit off. For anyone who doesn't know, um, going back to what I said earlier about my mom being strict, 
I had to listen to clean music for a very long period of my life until I was probably maybe about 13 or 12. My mom had my iTunes, had, she like created my iTunes account for me and it was all clean music um, until like one day when I was like 12 or 13 and I'm like, I can just create my own iTunes account. And then I did that and then I was starting to listen to explicit music. But that is the reason why I think I don't cuss. I know. Well, that's not the reason you don't cuss. I mean, that might be the reason you don't cuss, but let's not get it twisted here. You'd be swearing up a storm when you faded. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't say so. I don't say bad words. I don't. You will never hear me say a bad word on this podcast. Don't worry, drunk, drunk, uh, drunk pod coming soon. Listen, Julian, you filthy. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say I wasn't right. No, <laughs> no bro, but it's like that's when I get drunk. I saw you. I saw you curse out a woman on family weekend at, at college. But she didn't know that's how to. Drive. She didn't know how to drive. It was a woman. You're cursing was... out somebody's mom. She couldn't drive. Oh, that's different. Yeah. When I'm in the car, that's not me. <laughs> that's someone said, else. That's not me. It's a whole different person up there. I'm from Chicago. Yeah, the land of people who cannot drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I think we've got a good, you know, good little conversation in. I think that's a good place where we could go ahead and, and say we're good. Now, listen, this is, a, uh, this is a podcast where it's just us, you know? It's us talking. You've now gotten the three types of episodes you're going to see when it comes to the Never Right, Never Wrong podcast. You're going to get... Sometimes you're going to get you something that's very direct. We're getting right into a topic how, like how we had with the AI. Sometimes you're going to get back-to-back-to-back things we have to comment on because we live in a social, a social dynamic of the, of the Internet. We've got to talk about things that are socially lit, you know, because we have to give our opinion on those things, obviously, because our opinion are the only ones that matter. Sometimes you'll get a day like this where we're just going to, you know, discover what the, what the episode is going to be about just because we're good at talking, you know? So, yeah, yeah this uh, is it. We don't plan it out ahead of time. <laughs> right? But that doesn't mean we can't not give you guys the comedy that you need on a weekly basis. You guys need the Live and Breathe Never Right, Never Wrong podcast. You know? Like so the video, that- subscribe, and ring the bell. <laughs> That's going to be our thing for like the next like six months. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, guys, this has been. Can we find something better? Yo, Monaco, let me know. You ready for uh you ready for a sponsor? Let me know. You know, I'm a in shape, light skinned boy, man, who has a who has a thirsty appetite for alcohol. You guys make a good drink. Let us know if you want to hit a sponsor for us. We got you. Every video. Wrong Julians. <laughs> Throw us the dough. All right. oh, it's the, oh, this has been the Never Right, Never Wrong podcast. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you guys again next week for another conversation that is going to blow you away. All right. Pause.